Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When I was suggested to speak with Meghna, I didn't know where to start. Such an achieving young lady. When I researched her and her organization, I understood the importance of this interview for Kathas and for the people who will listen to this episode. Her confidence in the present and future conditions of today's topic is very appreciable. Did I mention the accolade she has received to credit her work and the efforts of her team in the last four years? Meghna is the founder of the NGO Smitham, and they work primarily towards creating awareness for menstruation and helping build better environments and hygienic facilities for women in lesser developed areas. They do also engage in other social causes, but this is definitely something that we will be focusing on in today's discussion. If you know who we are, forward to today's topic. For those of you here for the first time, thank you for being here today. Katas was created to bring hidden stories to life via a platform that focuses entirely on listening, hearing, and imaginative skills. Unexpectedly, our first season was a smooth flow of events and was appreciated well by our listeners. We had with us speakers from across the globe who shared their experiences and points of view on topics of concern. With season two, we gained a more clear direction of how we wanted to go about Kathas. The intention ultimately is to bring stories of inspiration from around the world to our listeners in an easy to comprehend and condensed format. Kathas focuses on stories of art, different forms of art, and art used as therapy. A practice that we strongly believe needs to be introduced and encouraged from childhood. So, going forward, we will have two types of podcasts, the short ones and the interviews. Also, our blogs based on the podcasts and interviews will be posted on our Medium platform. Links will be available in the description below and on our website kathas.com. Okay then, let's get into today's topic. Since you mentioned in one of your awareness videos that your primary focus is on menstrual hygiene, for uh-huh. women across india it uh-huh. still seems like we have a long way to go and um, in this regard how are people in cities like bangalore chennai kolkata the metropolitan cities mm-hmm. reacting and uh, an extension to this question is are there is there any proactive support or do they still need to be educated to contribute towards the specific requirement of women Okay so coming to your first question about Bangalore supporting on menstrual hygiene uh, system where we see the change actually if you compare our 2000 and 2005 and 2010 survey 2020 2020 is almost like a boom where 
pandemic has taught many first staying in house and talking about menstrual hygiene issues uh, it's not just like issue okay like most of the men who got married had just no- known about the menstrual hygiene okay. or their you know their wife about periods because you know in the school most of our teachers skip this chapter and many of them has not even had an idea about what is menstrual hygiene and what they okay. actually go through right okay and if you ask my personal experience uh, i think till uh, till 13 i was not aware of my you know periods or my uh, menopause or i was not aware of these things my mother never taught me thinking one day or the other day i'll be able to you know get get to know about this uh, stuff but once i realized i was not aware of it and you know it should not happen to any other girl and you i wanted to break the taboo badly because i was also in the family of orthodox where we don't talk about period but mm-hmm. constant i'm working on the same thing from past 5 to 6 years and now my mother and father including my brother are very comfortable talking about menstrual uh, thing in, in around in, in around us Okay. okay and coming to yeah supporting like bengaluru and other cities mm-hmm. the the survey says that 2020 and 2019 whatever we are seeing there are more thing on menstrual including men are supporting to this it's not just women who, who is doing the thing or awareness mm-hmm. including men there are just as it requires you know it, it requires lot of people support and lot of awareness campaign should uh, spread around as we say menstrual educator is much needed in cities and also villages as well not just yes. uh, cities are improved if you ask me even urban areas require lot of uh, education on menstrual hygiene right right so basically your personal experience and you being unaware of it from the very mm-hmm. beginning and having to experience it got you got you motivated to create this wonderful and successful establishment um smitham and you know in also because uh, i did go through a lot of your videos and um your mentions in your videos available on the website as well and mm-hmm. there there was a talk about women who use sand filled socks and other hyg- unhygienic ways to mm-hmm. manage menstrual bleeding even today in villages mm-hmm. and um in continuation to this i read an article a 2019 article on the guardian website and mm-hmm. there it mentioned that women in india and tanzania are using cow dung and goat skin skirts which mm-hmm. is apparently easy on their body and it tends is a good soaker for heavy bleeding so mm-hmm. could this be better you know a better option that was lack for word there but better option uh, for using biodegradable uh, and accessible resources for women in villages and you know places inside the cities in my honest opinion is like every product women use have advantage and as well as the disadvantage okay right. including every product and what we as a smitham as a team as a women i wanted to spread an awareness is about menstrual hygiene not about the product okay. like same few see our ancestor or our elder citizen or the generation which was back mm-hmm. they were actually dealing with 
cloth pads and dealing with other sandfield socks that uh, you you are talking about okay yeah. their menstrual health was absolutely good if you go and see the survey you know may, maybe because of the plastic sanitary pad which women use 80% cause cervical cancer and i'm not just uh, offending offending to the people who are using plastic sanitary pad but there is a lack of education to use it right. some of them to not open you know more than 12 hours and which actually affect our vagina and vulva so there are a lot of issues over there mm. and as i see even including cloth pad i mean the cloth pad where uh, 2015 if you see the article in 2015 there were huge messages saying on you know oh don't use cloth pad we have a sanitary pad in uh, city so we will give it to the villages where they also will be having an access to use a sanitary pads okay this right. was the article which was written in 2015 16 but if you ever go to the instagram right now 2020 22 21 you will see lot of uh, messages across uh, india using about cloth pad you know we are going back to the nostalgia we are going yes, back to yes. the you right and we were the one who actually told people or spread it awareness okay we will give you the sanitary pad don't use the cloth pad right right so if you ask me personally every product have their advantage and disadvantage the only problem between using this is uh, we are not aware of the uh, you know knowledge we are really have a lack of knowledge between you know including sanitary pad what is the duration we have to change and how we, it has to be washed including cloth so this is the education which is missing and for this missing education we need menstrual educator around them so that is the thing where everything will be solved and that is where smitham comes in right to bring in that smitham, there are lot of organization i have to take a moment and uh, appreciate everybody everyone absolutely absolutely yes. everyone um if, in the, in the beginning you did mention that even men are taking a responsibility and understanding what all of this is about and um, when it comes to younger boys you know teenagers the uh, to between 20 and 30 in lesser in more conventional uh, environments let's put it that way how mm-hmm. are they dealing with this information and how are they reacting to the knowledge that's been shared with them okay firstly uh, in smitham we actually train 11 12 13 year boys uh talking about menstrual hygiene even uh, to change or to break the taboo we made them take a session for medical students actually wow okay uh yeah men when it comes to men they are actually open and welcome you know wh- where this misunderstand happened between women is what i uh, strongly state uh, because women never thought to or uh, never tend to share these things with their husband thinking okay these these things are not a suitable thing to talk with uh, husband or father i, I mm-hmm. mean they were embarrassed maybe this, this is because of the forehead thoughts where our grandma grandparents were whatever they taught us and we are following the same mm. and we never thought you know to discuss with these things with our father husband and brother they're very open welcome when it comes to menstrual hygiene or they're very Uh, you know including they make us comfortable and that is what we uh, wanted to start an initiative in the pandemic where everybody are in the house right, right. so we started a campaign you know men come and talk about periods like how much ever you know about periods just talk about it 
what we feel is when we are comfortable talking with men in the house mm-hmm. uh, we are very confident and we become very courageous at the moment yes so when it comes to men they are very accepting and they are very welcoming it started with women thinking okay we have to not discuss with men mm-hmm. when we the mother of a child when we ta- taught a daughter and son in a equal manner there will be no problem at you know dealing with the coming generation is what i strongly feel for yeah and i completely agree with you that makes absolute sense because the moment you feel comfortable and that comfort comes from the support of your family you know there's there's nothing to stop you and anything that you want can can will come out in the best way possible and definitely help more people who are stuck in environments that they're not able to get that sort of support so thank you so much and def- definitely all the other organizations for bring this out in the open uh my next question is in regards to period huts i'm just going to in in the most uh, simplest way uh, explain what this is for for our listeners who may not know what a period hut is it's basically in villages or more conventional setups where they believe that a woman could be uh, unhygienic and also in in a more detrimental way keep her aside from the house and away from the village and they, they treat her like an untouchable and keep her away from the village during the peak days during that month question to you is how far has you know bangalore or around bangalore villages progressed in this aspect i do understand that certain places are still a little rigid and they would they are very um, they hold on to their traditional ways but have you seen any change in in this regard yes absolutely because uh, you know uh, because we are the ngo where we give session on menstrual hygiene so the people around us are very positive and there are uh, you know a very bold mind okay if you mm. if i if i myself megna go out to some villages or suddenly if i ask some teacher in the room where we have men i mean both the gender in the room and suddenly i ask a teacher like ma'am can you give a sanitary pad there is still hush okay right there is still hush okay because we are we have phone so we have access of internet and our generation has become very wide where they go they go and see everything on internet so there's the positive yeah. changes that we can come across and i on the same thing i wanted to uh, share an experience you know uh, experience of m- mine Uh, how i am able to see the change and which is actually motivating me to uh, give more menstrual hygiene session mm-hmm. is one incident happened which was on 2017 uh, i was on um, 18 to 19 year at the time mm-hmm. so this school uh, is from chamraj pete government school if i ever remember the name of the girl is kavya mm-hmm. okay we had a conversation and uh, uh we just took some sanitary napkin which was uh, sticked on the kg carbon sheet to explain them what is sanitary pad and what is menstrual cup mm-hmm. so the the girl who was sitting in the first place okay his his teacher just arrived to the classroom for asking me some question mm-hmm. the girl took so hesitant you know she was eagerly wanting to wrap the sanitary pad because if some male would have seen that sanitary napkin you know this mm. was her intention to close the sanitary pad just yes. like completely okay right. she was nervous she was embarrassed and she was actually guiding guiding me as akka can you please close that there is a headmaster oh who's my god please do this and 
I'm thinking, okay, I'm here for the session and, you know, I really want this girl to be changed first. Entire class, uh, we took some uh, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. In 30 minutes session, we had laughter. We wanted to make this as a common and no- normal and we started to share our own experience and pulling our leg to make them comfortable first. Okay, mm-hmm. so I hardly believe that friendly approach is something where we can change anything in the world. The friendly approach is the one way where we can use it and remove the taboo around the society. We never go as a doctor or somebody who actually give them a medical or uh, other CNM words to tell them this is so that and this. No, we just go as a student uh, where every time where we go for the session, we are very strong, determined, thinking we never have to be a doctor to teach somebody on the menstrual hygiene because we always feel a mother is not a doctor to teach their daughter on menstrual hygiene thing. Okay. So that route become a stronger and that girl, I think after half an hour, whatever we shared experience with her, she was the one who holded the sanitary napkin to give a group picture saying no more taboo. <laughs> she was shouting no more taboo. Come on. I believe in a month. So this was the incident where we thought, okay, this friendly approach or whatever the half an hour, 45 minutes of session where we discussed about the products. Even mm-hmm. today, we never uh, teach them on the, uh, you know, use this one, use that product. No. Like, again, talking about something like menstrual cup, we actually, you know, teach them about the menstrual cup, but we never tell them, you know, use menstrual cup. Because there are some women who feel guilty because they generate plastic and they're not able to use a menstrual cup. If you are really uh, thinking that you wanted to go eco-friendly, you have a lot of uh, other opportunity to use use as a uh, our product not just a menstrual cup so this is what the pure intention behind every session we do so yeah that 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 was one such incident where we thought okay that friendly approach or uh, telling them or giving them a limited uh, uh, knowledge that make them change so you know the smile is very important again and we wanted to make this as normal as we can and thanks to Kavya for accepting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are a lot more like Kavya and there are also a few girls where uh, they have become menstrual educated as well. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I would definitely love to meet them sometime uh, in the yes, coming sure. weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we've talked about, you know, people who are not aware of it. And we've also uh, addressed someone like Kavya who has with the front friendly approach taken to it and accepted it in a more, this is the most fundamental aspect of of life and being women. How about in the cities, like suppose another Meghna or another Pallavi? Now Mm -hmm. we know we're educated, we live in more forward societies, but still sometimes there there are there is hesitation i have experienced that personally and that's why i'm even talking about it so mm-hmm. how do we how do we does friendliness work in the cities in in which is so busy and everybody's in a competition and they have their own problems in life and does it really work to influence them or at least help them understand that help is needed come forth definitely this is a wonderful question again uh, wherein back in my like 2016 and 17, mm-hmm. I was an educator, but there was still a, you know, there was still maybe hesitant to myself 
because some of them are not, really not accepting this including my parents thinking megna like what are you even doing i mean <laughs> thing you're doing we thought our daughter is doing something and all and she is taking a sanitary pad and going to the schools <laughs> and we wanted you to do something better not this okay there right. are many questions okay and i was also sometime thought oh, maybe the boys who are around me okay i i i think i can't change them maybe i have to be shut for a while or maybe is is that really good that i am doing there was lot of bundle of passion which was there in me when mm. i was in 2017 but the first strong thing to influence other people is being yourself and be confident for what you're doing i started to accept everything that comes to me including i started my own circle talking about pads and telling them the important importance of sanitary pad okay mm-hmm. for example uh, there was also few moment where boys are interested interested in football not on the sanitary pad <laughs> but still uh, i've never gave up just like a day okay some day first day second day third day maybe the sixth day they will just adjust to you not you are adjusting to them i right. never stopped this doing it and i'm really proud you know there are also boy who have become menstrual educator after talking to me it's not like talking to me maybe the circle which is influencing everybody right you know for example three days if i'm very bold and very uh, doing uh, doing things what i love and other three days i think okay this world is not going to be changed then that that's a waste of time your yeah. consistency will definitely influence people to change the world Right. just like right. old and you know other people who have done many works which inspired us when they took front, front bullets for us and they did our they 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 did they did their work mm-hmm. very confidently and consistently right. uh, that inspired us and today what we wanted to follow is the consistency whatever the work we do uh, don't uh, fall a hope on negative just focus on the positive thing and do it consistently you right. will def- achieve it i hope that more people continue to maintain that consistency the karnataka anti superstition law it does mm-hmm. mention overruling say the ban of women you know from entering holy places or like temples during their periods in the month mm-hmm. but not much has been said about these harsh practices like period huts uh, towards women during menstrual cycles so at least based on my research and my understanding of what i have found what is your thought on this why, why hasn't this been mentioned yet or has it been mentioned already i wanted to also share my personal opinion uh, because i don't know about the karnataka perspective but there is also my opinion which i'm not stating strong but mm-hmm. i've seen women if you ever go to the women washroom in the holy place or wherever there's a huge bundle of sanitary pads where they never thought of picking it to it and throwing it to dustbin you know that time my heart goes so down if you ask me which is the washroom which is actually clean to use i will just suggest men washroom because oh i have faced this including uh, see uh, i i am not a very super believer of god but i always have my own spirit to believe in but whatever the place we go we women go or when we use a sanitary pad there should be a you know place where we wanted to throw it and we have a dustbin but still there is also a lot of sanitary pads stuck into the washroom 
and i am thinking maybe this is one of the reason where karnataka is still thinking about you know on the periods or the other thing but i really don't know about uh, why this is actually causing and thinking but uh, i was also in my period and where i visited temple honestly thinking uh, my uh, spirit and uh, you know it's a, it's a, it's about how you believe yeah so yeah if people are hesitant going going to the temple during their periods it is totally fine because we don't want to disgrace anybody else emotions or anybody else respect at the same time i would like request all the women whenever you use washroom during your periods make sure you never flush it on flush your pads on the commode or please there is a garbage or there is a, a lot of uh, generating pads in the uh, you know washroom so make sure you wrap it in the cover and throw it in the dustbin i will i will definitely go and request every women who uh, who never thought this is all no, nothing like a big issue we can just flush it off come on please don't do that yeah that's the worst thing that could happen because that definitely creates a lot of discomfort for future users because it gets blocked and that's not where it has to be disposed of absolutely and the same men who have to actually pick it all the sanitary pads in their bare hands so it's it's really you know harsh thinking about that you know there is a slug in the pumps and there is a lot of thing what you know because of the lack of education this is yeah. happening but if you ever hearing this and thinking that you are also one because you were embarrassed at the moment to throw your sanitary pad out of the uh, you know restroom please make sure if you are embarrassed cover it in the wrap and then throw it but never thought of thinking you know flush in the commode yes and and this is something that we would definitely like to tell even the educated women because sometimes they're just in such a hurry to get things done that they don't even right. look into wrapping it cleanly and disposing it when they have the resources when they have the facility to do that especially a lot of young college girls and you know when they live in hostels or pgs together even young working women i definitely hope that they're able to do that because ultimately it's their own responsibility and we don't have to necessarily make such unhygienic cleaning processes put put it on to other people and thank you so much once again for being here and taking the time to sum up the interview women everywhere are still struggling without proper hygiene facilities and this needs to change it's about time don't you think menstrual art has been around since the 1970s sometimes also referred to as menstrala a term and form of art coined by an artist by the name Vanessa Teets an art form used to create awareness challenge restrictions and restructure discussions around it available on all platforms and beautifully expressed through murals across cities around the world people see they admire and then they forget why isn't her recurring pain a matter of respect and concern even to date people working with big brands high tech offices etc feel embarrassed to address it they hear a joke about it and de-individualize themselves to enjoy it or seem to enjoy it and women are unable to come out and say i'm in pain today can you help me men should be able to take charge and make her feel comfortable in any way possible change is expected from the big cities 
and the literate. So, what's your next move? Kathas associates with mental health centers and art institutions or studios to create a wider audience for expressive art therapy. Expressive art therapy is something that needs a stronger platform to become an intrinsic part of life now and in the future. So we look forward to volunteers to join us in this mission. Like, share and connect with us. We are a global platform and your active engagement will help not only build a strong community but also your contributions to your own communities. Expertise is not a key requirement here. It's just pure intent. Art is fun. It is within us. It is us and our expression. Healthy expressions could be one of the most organic strengths of our being. Currently, we are working with institutions and centers from India and Canada. If you have suggestions or ideas, do share them with us. Until next time, take care and spread the love.